3: back as liberty weeps our forefathers spin in their graves
0: pray god will bless some way
4: out of this mess we must take the miracle back
0: we are back ladies and gentlemen second hour of the national intel report on this tuesday twenty third of june twenty twenty and we've got Harley for another hour And I am so glad, because we never get to take calls. People don't get to to interact and ask questions of him. So uh, this is a special treat here, ladies and gentlemen. John in California. You're on with Harley.
5: Hello, John. Thank you, Harley, for coming on. You're you're great uh, to listen to. It's an honor to talk to you this time. Um, I do agree with you that the two things about this situation. Bring back Glass-Steagall.
0: And dismantle the Federal Reserve. That'll, that'll well, that's a good right starting there. point. That is. Put, that's a very good starting point. Put the power back
5: in the Congress to coin the money.
0: Come yeah, on. and 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 isn't that scary enough, John? Putting the power of the money back in the Congress's hands.
5: <laughs> John, I'll tell you. You know, that's a, this, that's over 100 years old when they passed it. A lot of these Congress critters, I wonder if they even know about it. What it's all about. They Probably even learned it, or their parents probably had nothing to know
0: what goes on. Well, they, yeah, if, if they if they went to any university in this country, they sure weren't told the truth about the monetary system. They were fed a line of crap. Yeah, well, absolutely. This, this,
4: but this brings up a, a really important point because, John. Obviously, you have a lot of listeners who do understand this. You know, I do a lot of interviews, a lot of interaction with people. There are a growing number of people in the United States who are aware that we got hijacked with the Federal Reserve Act in 1913. We got uh, steamrolled with the August 15th, 1971 decision by Nixon, the 2008-2009 bailout under Obama. You know, They realize that this is a fraud, a massive fraud. Now, the problem we come up with with the Congress is that it's not just that they don't know it. Some of them do know it but they're also, they've been corrupted, and don't underestimate the degree to which any really independent congressman ends up getting blackmailed by the FBI. So how do you change the situation? We've got to create in the population of those people who understand these issues, a movement that scares the congressman more than they're afraid of losing their money from Wall Street. When the constituents are up in arms, And I'll I'll quote this is the one time I'll quote Barack Obama because he said something useful to the uh, bankers. He said, I'm all that stands between you and the pitchforks. And he was telling the truth that his fraudulent rhetoric convinced people that he was going to protect them from the effects of the bailout and the the bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. But what he was right about is that people were ready to take up pitchforks. Remember, in 2008, 2009, you had the Tea Party, you had Occupy Wall Street, you had a real reaction that caused the Congress the first time around to reject the bailout. Now this time, what did we have? Lockdown. You yep. couldn't go out and protest.
0: And and all of this done, again, unconstitutionally. Uh, I had a lady on yesterday I've known for over 20 years, Harley, Dessie Andrews. And she's filed suit, racketeering lawsuit against the uh, the governor of Texas, the mayor of Austin, and this judge, the uh, uh, commissioner judge down here in Austin, Texas. And she's going to use the uh, <laughs> the Defense Authorization Act uh, worded, uh, wording on uh, terrorism. Huh. And basically she's declaring that they're the terrorists because they're the ones that are instilling the fear and the panic. And this may or may not shock you, Harley, but all of these orders coming from these governors or city mayors or Cuomo with his daily crap on television, I got so sick of seeing this clown telling people what they should be doing and what they shouldn't be doing. There was no law. This was not a process. There was no legislative action. There was no law that they could cite. Only a policy or somebody's good idea.
6: They and, put and 45
0: million people out of work on top of what was already out of work. I, I Harley, I, I, am, I am absolutely stupefied. I look, am look beyond what, control almost. John, look what
4: Cuomo did. He put sick people into the nursing homes. Yeah. yeah. He increased the death rate significantly in New York City and New York State.
0: I, I, I'm. I, I hardly. They have it lined up. One assault after another, after another, after another. The, John, the, go ahead, Tron. Go ahead.
5: I'm sorry. One, one last thing, one. Um, you talk about you know you want to get people scare Congress. You know, there's easy to do that, but I don't think. What I would think is is what the banks have done. The, the 2008 TARP program. Now, when you know people, oh, got these stimulus trucks coming out. Yeah. It's red out. They're not seeing this, reading this. The first money goes to the banks for nothing.
4: Yeah.
0: They're given
5: for just nothing they're out not, of
0: our our taxes. Look, they're not being told the truth by any financial anybody. Not anybody on Fox News. Not anybody on television. Not anybody on cable or satellite. They're not being told the truth. The only way that people can process this is to have the facts and the information. When you give them crap, what is their solution? I can remember when I went to an electronic engineering school, and this is before computers were first coming out. They had no operating systems. You had a floppy disk, and you had to know Fortran, or you had to know another computer language to create your own code to make something work. There were no operating systems. And and I, 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 I'm, I'm looking at what has transpired here. You put garbage in, you're going to get more than garbage back out. And that's exactly what's happening. Think of the computers, the human minds of the people of this country being computers. You're feeding them junk and you're expecting what? You're expecting what? They're not being given the truth and the information they need to arrive at a considered opinion. It's not there. They have taken over everything to control and manipulate. Harley, you've heard this before. Perception becomes reality. What they're doing through the CIA and other branches, agencies, which again are not constitutional, that's your administrative state born out of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the banker's choice, for almost four presidency terms in his country. The guy had to die. I I, I don't know whether to crap, go blind, why my wristwatch, get drunk, or give up the business of radio. At this point in time, we have too many stupid people bumping into each other, doing stupid things. And none of them... This, this is why my comment that some might have perceived at the outset of this program, when I talk, told two black guys in a Seven Eleven. this is ironic. You don't see slavery the second time around? You're still bitching about the first one. What do you think's going on right now? Well, it's the law. That's what I got back. I, I walked. I had. I had to walk.
4: <laughs> you know, but John, here's here's the point I would make. It, it's the the anger is real because the crisis is real, and, and what I said at the beginning, we're seeing a systemic breakdown. It's the kind of thing where nothing works the way it's supposed to. And at a certain point, you either give up out of despair, especially if you have the psychological warfare operations being run through the media, through the universities, through the the school system, and so on. And yet, there's something about Americans that resist this idea of always going along and submitting. And we saw that in 2016, when you had someone who didn't play the old game. You know, Trump steamrolled through the Republican Party, smashing the whole Bush machine. Then he smashed the Clinton machine. Now, the problem was that the Clinton and Bush machine got together with the Obama intelligence community, the mass media, and a number of foreign intelligence services, none of which had to do with Russia that had to do with our great ally, the British, and the Five Eyes. That's right. And they concocted a story that was designed to put Trump on his heels. And he fought. You know, he, he fought it. Uh, you know, I, I think one of the – someday someone will look back and see the, the humor in what happened at the Helsinki summit between Trump and Putin, where the media was only focused – on Trump saying that Putin told me he didn't do it and I believed him more than I believed our intelligence agencies. <laughs> it turns out that was right.
0: Yes. But he was criticized. And and for, for how many months did mainstream media continue with the Russia gate thing? Even and though here's the, inf- the
4: other point what was it that Trump was talking to Putin about? Let's work out ending these wars so we can stop spending trillions on defence on weapons systems, on destroying nations, and use that money instead for education, health care, infrastructure, and so on. So he was absolutely right in what he was saying to Putin. Putin told the truth when he said Russia didn't interfere. And we saw that when uh, the uh, Rick Grinnell finally forced Schiff to release the interviews in the House Intelligence Committee where all of these people, Clapper, Brennan, all of them, under oath, admitted they had no evidence of Russian collusion with Trump. And then the CrowdStrike so-called cybersecurity guy admitted they had no evidence that there were any files that were uh, uh, hacked. So the whole Russiagate thing is, and you know, I've been writing about this for four years now. It was a fraud from the beginning, but it had an effect and one of the effects it had was that Trump ended up bringing in people like John Bolton to try and make it look like he wasn't a Russian puppet. And look how that worked.
0: out. Yeah. And I want to get into the Bolton issue as well. Okay. John in California. Thank you for your call. I appreciate it. J.R. in Georgia. Hello, J.R.
7: Good evening, John. Thank you for having Harley on this evening. Yes. I have two quick questions. I'll be short as possible because I know your banks are filled up. Uh, Mr. Harley, uh, but the economic calamity that we were foreseeing in the third and fourth quarters of this year, is there any possible way you can foresee a civil war scenario starting across not only your European Union, but the United States of America, which will ultimately possibly lead to World War III? And my second question is this, and I'll ask it and I will not ask another Uh, Mr. Trump obviously has failed to meet some of the promises he made, and this is quite evident by the fact that he has not cleaned house or purged his administration of Obama holdovers, and yet his hiring of individuals like Bill Barr. I do believe that Mr. Trump is scared of what one would call that silver bullet. And I don't know how, if that would even happen at all, but at this point in time, the calamity we see here in the United States, I think that may be a very real reason why he will not pursue to complete his promises. And I'll just listen to you respond.
4: Well, let me start with the second one first, because he has done something that no president has done. Uh, in my recollection and to my knowledge, which is to name the names of his, of the um, nation's intelligence community as being corrupt and immoral frauds. Mm-hmm. So he stood up to them. The problem was there weren't enough people to stand with him. Look, look at what happened with the Justice Department when Barr did the right thing in the Flynn case and in the Roger Stone case. What happened? 2,000 former Justice Department officials signed a letter saying Barr is being political and should be thrown out. Now, that's your deep state, the bureaucratic, the, the permanent bureaucracy in every single agency. It goes beyond Obama. Some of these people go back to uh, you know, Gerald Ford and, and Jimmy Carter. You know, you've, you've got this permanent bureaucracy there.
0: Well, and, and, and Harley, to be fair, this is nothing different. There have been administration after administration that people are in position, they're carried over, maybe they're given the same job, maybe they're re-slotted for another, another yeah. job, whatever the case may be. Most people believe, and they think this, and I don't know where the hell it came from, that when a president comes in and he names his cabinet, well, he just gets in there and cleans his house, puts all his own people in, plops down to do his job. That's not how Washington works.
4: No, in fact, John, you want a perfect example of that. You had, under Jimmy Carter, you had Zbigniew Brzezinski.
0: Yeah, I remember. Uh,
4: running the National Security Agency.
0: <laughs> I remember that.
4: Which began the process of, of supporting Islamic terrorists with the Iran revolution, where the U.S. told the Iranian army not to fight the Khomeini revolution. The Afghan war, where we ended up arming the terrorists that became the Taliban. So you had you had Brzezinski, you had Kissinger, you had a Brzezinski protege, Madeline Halfbright, became the, the, one of the top people in this. You know, you just go down the list. Susan Rice was a protege of George Schultz. The same yeah. networks, yeah. geopoliticians, and, and neoliberals.
0: And and as as mentioned earlier, and Jr. If you have, uh, he that was his two questions. We'll answer his first one here. But you know, look. Well, I'll tell you what address the first part of his question if you would, and then we'll just move on I, I just
4: All right. i mean we're 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 heading towards something that is going to be very ugly, whether it turns into an actual civil war or not. I think the the way they're going to try and head off a civil war is use the beginnings of a civil war to have a total security state, a total police state clamped down. We're seeing it with the censorship. We're seeing it. In, it's, it's happening in Europe. Where, you know, where did Antifa start? It started in Europe. It started in Germany, uh, in the re-education centers that were run by the British at the end of the Second World War. So they use these gang counter-gang operations to as an excuse to bring in uh, a real police state.
0: Well, and 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 just to add on to that, Harley. Well, seeing as how uh, we have mayors that. Uh, And we have governors that are thinking about, well, underfunding the police, basically defunding them, or just outright getting rid of them. There's already been discussion between Antifa, NATO, and the UN to move in peacekeepers. Oh, I'm sorry. No, we're going to call them observers in this country because there's violation of human rights.
4: Well, and, and John, let me mention one thing you said earlier that I think is important. Trump never invoked the Insurrection Act. When the the military people came out and attacked him for it, he hadn't done it. He threatened to do it if the things got out of control. Meanwhile, Eisenhower had invoked the Insurrection Act. Lyndon Johnson had done it. George Herbert Walker Bush had done it. It's not as though it had never been done before. So you had these Defense Department people, including Mattis, uh, including these ex-CIA types, uh, showing their true colors turning on Trump when he essentially said, if this gets out of control, we're going to have to have measures taken to back up the police. So, you know, I, I think the question that's really worth posing to go back to the question of civil war is if you did get to a civil war, where would the police who would they side with? Who would
0: the bullets It with? was funny. It's funny you made that point because that's exactly what I was thinking before today's program. These cops have been told and schooled by the FBI about these sovereign citizens. The only thing we want to do is kill cops, and that's them redneck beer swilling, one tooth, AK forty-seven toting rednecks out there. This is this came from our FBI to governors and law enforcement all across this country.
8: GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing knowledge, and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? how high has my consciousness been raised since i've been a listener how fast am i now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a republic broadcasting listener how clear am i now able to see the world since i've been listening to rbn ask yourselves those questions folks then ask yourself what is that knowledge worth to me like my morning coffee how would i survive without it a voice of truth and a sea of lies do we not all need to make sure it survives like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked—it's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge twenty, thirty, forty, fifty—if possible, a hundred a month or more—if it's affordable. Click the donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you.
0: back. James in Texas, the phone lines are open 800-313-9443. James in Texas, go ahead, you're on with Harley Schlanger.
9: Uh, yes, yeah, so I was just wanting to throw something in there. You know, uh, Trump is supposed to be the chief, you know, law enforcer in the United States. He needs to enforce the Constitution and have Congress re-enumerate get re-enumerated. If you you know if you had a congressman that lived in your neighborhood, I think a lot of this stuff would change. If you had you know if there was one for thirty thousand like the Constitution you know, says it's supposed to be, I think that would that would fix a lot of problems because if the congressman holds the purse strings. If you get a hold
0: of the guy that's doing it, no, no, and, and, and James you it James, over. James James, let's back up here. I, I made the statement, and so did Desi on this very show yesterday. Our problem is the administrative state and their agencies that have come in to eat our lunch that we now believe that are lawful, that are making their own laws and claiming so and saying that we either have to follow that law or we might be federally indicted.
9: I, I mean, well, I'm pretty sure whenever they passed that that, uh, that law, if you want to call it that, Congress was sent by. They didn't have a proper quorum. They haven't had a... A little,
0: a this co- this country pretty is, much is, ended when FDR was in office. Right. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes.
9: So I don't know if if anybody out there, you know, everybody's screaming for this constitutional convention and all oh. that. What they need to do is start start screaming for uh, I, representation.
0: James, we should be screaming the rule book be brought out, and we'll get a sixth grader to go in and read it to the Congress. Because evidently yeah, they don't well, know they how don't. to read. But see, no, we don't. We, well, we definitely
4: I, don't need a new constitution. We have a perfectly good constitution. We just don't have anyone following
0: it right now. Exactly. Most
9: James. people don't even know the constitution. They've never even seen it.
0: Well, and 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 here is the break. You know, Harley, it it fascinates me that people don't understand. How a country sticks together, how it maintains itself, its culture, its system, it's, it, 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 they don't get it. The timeline has been broken. The teachers, which were the parents, number one, and we, supposedly we had an education system. They did everything but educate them on the most important thing, to keep a, a society bounded together. And continuing,
4: I I mean, John. John, one of the keys here is that we used to have a sense that we had a mission for the nation, and that all the particulars, the different groupings, were all still part of the United States, part of that national unity. The whole uh, emergence of so-called identity politics that defines you by one of the 27 sexes they've now determined have existed yeah. or the different racial or ethnic or religious yeah. that your identity is shaped by these no local narrow concerns and not by being an american and that was a deliberate attack that was done to destroy this concept of of the constitution and national sovereignty and you know when trump was talking about national sovereignty He was talking about in a very profound way that the purpose of the government is to take the the concerns of the people of America first and solve those problems and be willing to work with other countries and let them do the same thing as opposed to impose our system on them. But that's where he was thrown off by the emergence of, just for example, you try to end troop deployment in Syria and Afghanistan and what do you end up with the military and the state department opposing you and then the congress voting 98 to nothing in the senate against your decision to withdraw troops from Syria yeah so so his agenda has never been fulfilled
0: and 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 this this coup against Trump to build up this Ukrainian line of crap the the truth has been revealed about it Biden his son all of this is conveniently ignored by the media. So we're on to the next phase of let's get Trump out of office. And, and and it could be Donald Trump, it could be any other Republican in there that wanted to take a stand. It doesn't matter. They've got an agenda here to flip this form of governance in this country. This is not an accident that you even have the talking heads in some of these asshats on Fox News calling this country a democracy. If anybody bothered to go back to the writings of the Founding Fathers about what they thought about democracy, but that is not juxtaposed against what's being said on air today. Otherwise, people may scratch their head and wonder, why? Yeah. Why is that?
9: And Yeah, the United States is supposed to be neutral. We're not set up. We're not supposed to get entangled in all their. Really?
0: Well, how how well how well has that been working for us? Because this country, <laughs> this country is only known out of two hundred and forty four years. Another way of saying this: for two hundred and forty years of our two hundred and forty four year existence, we've been somewhere shooting somebody up for some um, some reason. I don't know what it is. Rather than showing, rather than showing our form of government to be far superior than other people, take a look at the contented people, take a look at the production, take a look at the standard of life, take a look at the streets of America that are literally paved with gold. Hallelujah. Where's that?
9: Well the America's wealth America's wealth is in a production.
0: All right, hold on. We gotta take this break.
2: You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website
3: by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction?
9: Extend your life with
5: ExtendoVite. really works. Here are some reviews from Amazon.com. John Hess, 5 out of 5 stars. Awesome. Probably my only review, but at age 40, I was getting bad heart throb and left arm pain, mainly before bed. I even stopped smoking and drinking sodas for a month, and that didn't work. After one day of taking Extendivite. It was gone and hasn't returned in three years. I've ordered Extendivite 13 times, so Amazon just said. Juliet Hordick. I've ordered this product before in liquid form. It is fantastic. My whole family's been on it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com.
9: Extend your life with
3: Extendovite
0: i got a question off air here, Harley. Do you think they might use something like the bonus march in Washington, D.C. of 1932 to take Trump out? That's from Pat in Fort Worth.
4: Well, I wouldn't put anything past them. I mean, you had this recent uh, group of military people coming out, attacking him for trying to defend the safety on the streets. Um... You you have uh, Bolton. Uh, I just saw earlier today that Adam Schiff, uh, in confer in conferring with Nancy Pelosi, they've determined they will have hearings on Bolton's charges about Trump before the
0: November elections. Mm-hmm. Here we go again. So,
4: yeah. So. Well,
0: and that and and the voting, the mail in. Look, I. I don't think people even have the capacity anymore, and I'm not being facetious when I say this, I don't think people have the capacity anymore to figure anything out. Because if you take a look at the succession, uh, succession of hits that we've had to absorb, the greatest ripoff ever witnessed by mankind, okay, the banking crisis, all right, they were still they were still trying to get national health care. The Obama Affordable Care Act was anything but. That was actually written for the politicians by the insurance companies. And yeah. then then we have a, a bubble of sorts that was just getting ready to explode. And then conveniently we have the pandemic that hits, that trillions of dollars are shuffled off to Buffalo and parts unknown, uh, because well it's necessary. I, Harley. My head is ready to explode. I've been doing this for 30 years and it's getting to the point where I cannot. I can I can barely sit down and have a thought in my head and complete that thought without wanting just to scream blue bloody murder. I am so sick and tired of this lawlessness, this thievery, this I I can't even I can't even describe it anymore. It's so huge. And I think that's part and parcel of the program, to overload people, to defeat them. Well,
4: John, I can tell you, I I met Lyndon LaRouche 42 years ago. And at the time, he said, the question that's going to be posed in your lifetime is whether we in the United States have the moral fitness to survive. And he meant that as a real challenge. Because what we could see, you know, I came out of the anti-war movement, the rock sex drug counterculture, you know, the, the, hardly the, the... Isn't
0: it, isn't it amazing? For... We both survived that. I, I'm with you yeah. there, Harley. We both survived that.
4: Well, and what happened is that much of the generation succumbed to it because the counterculture became the culture. And the idea that what's important is celebrity... Is entertainment is having fun of getting rich without any sense of, of responsibility for the future, and you know you see a generation that had a certain amount of promise, and between the LSD trips and the uh, Rolling Stones and, and everything else that was thrown at us, uh, don't forget there was the Vietnam War, there was the 60s assassinations, the, the two Kennedy brothers, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. You know the the country has had a very violent turn uh, during the so-called peace era, and we see it again today. The you, I mean, I am. I, I guess I shouldn't be shocked by this, but to, to watch Pelosi and Schiff and the Democrats embrace John Bolton, yeah, who. Six or eight years ago, or actually 10 years ago, when Bolton was being promoted by Bush to be the UN ambassador, one after another, they denounced him as a liar, a warmonger, a killer, and now they're wrapping their arms around him because they think he might be the time bomb they can set off against Trump.
0: There is an article that uh, I posted on republicbroadcasting.org. Uh, this is Harley's story. Bolton and Phase Three of the regime change coup against Trump. John Bolton, when I saw him come in, you know, I Trump has made some very bad picks, but I don't think he's not been around. He wasn't around Washington D.C.
4: Yeah. I,
0: I and I've said this before, and I'll say it again because I think Trump's ego and his business sense said that he was the guy for the job, the problems that he saw were obvious and they were fixable. I can make the deal. I can do the deal. When he got in there, and his pick as vice president wouldn't have been my pick because it was Mr. Pence that actually brought into the White House, everybody wants to know how Fauci and Burks got there, well, they didn't sneak in through the sewer system or walk in the back door, Uh, they were let in the front door by way of Mr. Pence. That was his recommendation to Donald Trump.
4: Well, let me give you another example. Mike Pompeo. You know, Pompeo was asked by Trump in 2017, the end of 2017, to meet with Bill Binney, who had done forensic tests to show that there was no Russian hacking. And Binney was one of the top cyber experts in the National Security Agency. He was a whistleblower. He, he blew the whistle on the fraudulent system that was set up to do data collection on Americans as opposed to actually counterterror work. Binney sat down with Pompeo and for an hour went through the evidence that he proved with his own forensic work that there'd been no hacking. Did Pompeo go to Trump and tell him that? Did Pompeo ever say anything about it? No, never. Now, let me give you another example of someone who didn't serve Trump very well. Steve Bannon. Bannon threw Roger Stone under the bus. Bannon lied in his court hearing, in in Roger's court case, when he said that Roger Stone was the liaison with the Trump campaign and WikiLeaks and the Russians. Now, in his congressional testimony, Bannon said he had no evidence of that. So either he lied to the Congress or he lied in the court. And I think he lied in the court to get Roger Stone. Then you look at the Flynn case. So here you have but some... But why,
0: the, wait, 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 back up here, why would Bannon want to throw him under the bus? What, what, was, what was in it for him to do that?
4: Well, first of all, Bannon was not a loyal Trump guy. Remember, Bannon was working for Ted Cruz and the Mercer family. Mm. Bannon has very deep connections with British intelligence through the Henry Jackson Society. I could go through the details on this. Bannon is involved in Hong Kong with his guy, Kyle Bass. Uh, they're, they're running financial scams and operations. Um, while Bannon's out there ranting and raving about China, he's, he's making a fortune through shorting the Yuan and, and other kinds of operations in Hong Kong. Bannon is about Steve Bannon. Roger Stone was about changing the country. And Roger was the person who actually did the campaign strategy that got Trump elected, not Steve Bannon. So Bannon has his own agenda, which is not Trump's agenda, nor Roger Stone's agenda.
0: All right. Dan in Washington. We uh, go ahead. Dan on line five, I do believe it is. Go ahead, Dan.
1: Thanks for taking the call. I uh, just had a question You uh, was talking earlier about a war between the bankers about uh, zero growth and I was just kind of a general question if you don't have uh, population growth do you need economic growth
0: as far as GDP at all or would the, that, that's, an inter- Harley, that's, that's an a, interesting that's a
4: very good, very good question yeah, because the whole point of the people who are supporting the Green New Deal is it They do not intend to have either economic growth or population growth. They want to reduce the population. Their view, and they're on record saying this, people like Mark Carney, who is the head of the Bank of England, who is now the green guru at the United Nations, what they believe is that we're running out of resources, we have scarce resources, and you've got to protect them for the wealthy few. So we need to do do away with a lot of people. There are too many people. So you get a Green New Deal, so we don't produce enough electricity to sustain the population. You don't have enough production. You do outsourcing, so you destroy the industrial base and the agricultural base. And they don't care about economic growth. Uh, They care about grabbing the resources that are there. And that's why you find that the leading bankers, like David Rockefeller, for example... And his whole family were major participants in Planned Parenthood, in the whole zero population growth movement, and so on. So I, I think that's a very astute observation from the caller, uh, because they really don't care whether we have economic growth because they don't intend to keep people alive.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, this uh, Dan, thank you for your call. <laughs> I've never heard that question posed before. Thank you for asking it. I and and yeah the sustainable development. This is all part of 2030. Uh, that, uh, it's all a
4: fraud. It's a scientific and an economic fraud.
0: You know, I'm, I'll tell you one thing. I'll give uh, Greta Thunberg uh, credit because she finally felt the heat and got the hell out of the kitchen. When was the last time you saw anything written uh, about dear Greta and her global warming thing?
4: Well, two days ago she came out saying that Black Lives Matter proves that the American people are waking up.
0: So she's she hasn't disappeared. Well, now uh, she's commenting on black lives matter, not the the climate threat that AOC <laughs> claims it's going to destroy the earth in 12 years.
4: Well, now it's down to 11 years.
0: Well, hallelujah. You know what to put us out of our misery? I'm I'm waiting for a big old uh, big ass asteroid to come flying through our solar system. And 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 yeah. I jeez yeah. Harley god I I I, 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 James in Vancouver. Hello, James.
1: Uh, yes, sir. <clears throat> I, uh, you were talking about the uh, Constitution. And uh, I'm sorry, what did you say, the constipation?
0: Face- what?
1: No, no, no. You know the Constitution.
0: Oh, oh, oh. 1789,
1: it's the Bill of Rights. <laughs> now, I studied law in the United Kingdom at the University of London and at Cambridge University. And uh, when you study constitutional law in the U.K., the first page of the book, they'll tell you there is no constitution in the United Kingdom. That's And that's right. exactly correct. Yeah. For example, there is no freedom of speech in the U.K., the way you have freedom of speech in the United States.
0: Uh, and we don't have that because that's being redacted. But go and ahead.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I, I got you there. Yeah, I'm just saying that if people really knew, like what's happening to the UK now with all of this uh, stuff that they disagree with, and the police are terrorizing them for uh, voicing their opinion against what the government is doing, you see, Uh They're getting away with it because there is no constitutional um, avenue for any kind of redress of grievances.
0: You know, isn't that ironic that the Magna Carta, which had a sway in our creation of our Uh, Constitution, isn't it amazing how England has just slid from that?
1: uh, Well, no, the Magna Carta, no, no, no. I I did some digging into the Magna Carta, and that they dumped that even two or three years after they signed it. No,
0: I'm not. No, not, I'm, not I'm not. I'm not saying uh, that. I'm I'm saying the influence it had on the creation of our own documents in this country to start a country. They used parts of the Magna Carta. Whether well, England followed uh, it or not, well, obviously they haven't any uh, more than this country uh, is following the Constitution.
1: Okay, the, the the real influence to me of the United States Constitution was philosophers like John Locke that believed in the rights of the individual. That was the keystone for Locke. And, uh, again, that was picked up on by other countries. Um, you know, uh, the French tried to pick it up, but they, they didn't really pick it up. But the Americans, if you read the writings of Tom Paine, Tom Paine uh, interpreted the whole situation correctly. In fact, they teach Tom Paine in constitutional law in the U.K. And, And Tom Paine is saying, what a wonderful experiment this is going to be. It's going to be great. And you mentioned 244 years. It's been the greatest political experiment the world has ever known.
0: I don't. I'm just
1: restating what you said. I think. Yeah, yeah, but I okay,
0: but you're you're putting words in there I'm not agreeing with. Experiment. Well,
6: that's well, that's right, like saying
0: to... that's like no. Hold on here a second. That's like saying to me that a car company designs a car, prototypes a car, wants to put it in production, and they don't do their due due diligence on the testing, the 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 fit, the, nothing, and they just do the prototype and go right to production without looking for the flaws in it. I, I I This I'm not,
1: is, I'm not trying to be sarcastic.
0: No, I, I, I know you're sarcastic. not trying to be sarcastic, but I keep hearing that this grand experiment here, it wasn't an experiment. It was put in place. It was working. It wasn't an experiment. That it I guess it is. I
4: guess it is. You know, I I think the important thing that the caller was bringing up is there are very extreme differences between the UK and the United States. And one of them is that you do not have a constitution in the United Kingdom. You still have a monarchy. And I believe the callers from Vancouver He's a subject of the British monarchy <laughs> by living in Canada. Well,
0: to be fair, I think we still are here in this country, but that's... Well,
4: we are, but, but we, yeah. that, that's legally we're not. Legally, we broke. The problem is that after World War II, the British were the ones who set up the intelligence community, the banking system, John Maynard Keynes, yeah. perverted the, the New Bretton or the Bretton Woods system, So we've had British economics, British intelligence control, and the British view is that they have British brains backed by American brawn. Now, Eisenhower, and this is interesting, in 1956, when Britain and France and Israel invaded Egypt, and they called on Eisenhower to join them, Eisenhower told the government in in Great Britain, you get out of Egypt, or we're going to sanction you because he, had, he understood, especially after the Korea War, he understood that there were people who were trying to engage the United States in permanent wars. That's where he got his understanding of this military-industrial complex. And, and I think it's important for people to reflect on this. Kennedy was also very unhappy with the British. Uh, but now we have this whole idea of the special relationship. And it's the British who have played a leading role in destroying our Constitution. The whole idea of the Federal Reserve came from the Bank of England. And by the way, I disagree with the caller about John Locke. John Locke was one of the promoters of the whole system of the Bank of England. He didn't really have an idea of individual liberty. He may have written about it, but he had no commitment.
0: James, he's, you know, I, I don't, James. He's called into this program before, and I don't want to be mean to the guy. But he's kind of got an ass backwards view of history here. And and, and I, I I'm sorry, James, but when you say to me and you refer to this, this form of government that we have formed in this country, a real constitutionally limited republic, that you that you you're you're telling me that we've been living in an experiment that's somehow gone awry in two hundred and forty four years, I, I say no to that. I say no. Definitely no to that. David in California. Hello, David.
9: Yeah, hi. Yeah, we saw. Uh, remembering that you exposed
5: uh, this thing in, i think the writing came out of Florida this police report about how bad the Patriots are. And thank you for turning me on that. It was about four, three or four years ago. But.
0: Okay, I have no idea what you're talking about, but anyhow, yeah, let's, continue.
8: Let's, 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 yeah, we
0: we've woken a lot of people up on a lot of different points, and I can't remember them all.
8: <laughs> that was yeah, yeah. We're
5: dealing with the, you know, them worrying about the Patriots, you know, and, and getting getting the police people to get worried about the right winger, so called, and all that. But what I wanted to say in the last three years, the cops all over the country, especially the last month or two. See who's against them. They see who wants to defund the police. They know who it's coming from. So I think a lot of police will be loyal to the liberty side. Well,
0: and, okay. and and David, I appreciate that. Uh, by the way, Harley, yeah. uh, I had the opportunity last week to talk to three around Rock's finest. They were uh-huh. gassing up at a local gas station, and I was minding my own business, filling my own tank just looking around, and one of these guys looked over at me and said, Hey, how you doing? Uh-oh.
4: So I, finished,
0: <laughs> so I finished filling up my tank, and I walked over, and I said, You know, just yesterday I did a radio show. There's one thing about this Black Lives Matter thing that I agree with, and that's the abolishment of the police departments. And they did the sidewards glance to each other, and they thought, Okay, we got one here. And I said, No, 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 no. You guys are being put in an uncomfortable position. You know the national authorization of defense. You know, I I said I did my own pucker factor poll back then, a couple of years ago, uh, when part of the part of that was that uh, well, we can make declare and make terrorists go away in this country. Uh, we can disappear them. They don't have court. They don't have phone calls. They don't have relatives. They ain't got nothing. And I said and I talked to county sheriffs. I talked to police departments. I talked to anybody that had a badge on. They all had the pucker factor. It all rocked them, and they were all discussing it. Remember that? And yeah. I said, I agree with Black Lives Matter that the police department should be unfunded. I'm going to leave you guys off the hook because you can walk over. We're in Williamson County here, just north of the capital, Travis County. That we have, We have lost our capital, folks. I'll make the declaration here in Texas. We have lost Austin, obviously. Yeah. But here... I, I told him, I said, you'll be able to go over and fill in an application, become a sheriff's deputy, and congratulations, we'll put you as a peace officer back under the control of the Constitution. And they stood there and looked at me. <laughs> and it was like, and I had to remind him, you remember what the rub is, and if you don't know, ask some of the Mossbacks or the gray moss, Graybacks what the rub is between police, uh, police and the sheriff's department. And that is at its core. You've got some clown running around that's appointed that's got four stars on his epaulette giving policy decisions and this, that, and the other. He's he's not elected. He's not accountable to the people. The sheriff is. He's constitutionally elected, and he can be constitutionally let go if he's neglecting his job. And yeah. that number one is following the Constitution. I don't know I I Harley. Holy mackerel, man. I, I these two hours went by. Yeah. It, it, it it's 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 been an opportunity for me to unload. I, I, I like talking with people that know what's going on. And then when you make a point, you don't have to argue or explain the point. I appreciate your, your wide base of knowledge, your study, your understanding of history, what makes what makes things go tick tock. Yeah. And and I'm I, what time is it right now there in Germany? Uh, it's a couple minutes to two. So there you are at 2 a.m. in Germany, concluding with a national intel report. I wish to hell you'd move back to the United States.
4: Well, <laughs> let, let me just give out my email address to your listeners if they want to be in touch with me and get my blog page so they can get my articles. Sch at gmail.com. That's H-A-R-L-E-Y-S-C-H at gmail.com. I think, John, you said you posted one of my articles. Yes. Uh, people can go on the, the Republic Broadcast website, take a look at it, but uh, I write an article every week on these
0: topics. It yeah, and you, you never send it to me.
4: Well, I'll, I'll change that. I, I'll do it now.
0: Yeah, if you would, because I'd be more than happy to post them because I value your opinion. And, and it's I don't know if this is by accident or it's shrewd planning, but you're like this little nugget I only get to lay my hands on once a month. You don't burn people out, and there's nothing that I have ever been able to stump you on. <laughs> Which keep trying. Okay, keep I'm, trying. I'm, oh, you better believe it, because <laughs> now we reach the depth of some unknown knowledge out there. There's all sorts of nuggets I always walk away from when you and I do this program. Well, that's good, Harley. I I, I thank you, and I appreciate you doing this two hours with me. Um, maybe in the future we can do it uh, rather than two hour stretch which the time just flew here. I don't know how it was for you. It's the middle of the night over there. But these two hours just flew by. If you and I could come to an agreement that I have you on a couple hours a month rather than two at one sitting, your option, your choice. But you're badly needed.
4: Well, Let me see what I can do. I, I, I've been getting more and more requests.
0: and uh, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: stretched a little thin these days because they're starting to get requests in Europe now as well.
0: Well, and now's your time to shine. People that are in the know need to be speaking, and people need to be listening to the people that are speaking that know what the hell's going on. Harley, thank you so much, my friend.
4: Okay, well, John, thank you. I appreciate you, too.
0: All right, sir. And thanks for being here today, ladies and gentlemen. You came in droves. You just beat out Rivero's numbers, believe it or not. Please support this network, folks. The battle has just begun. Now the enemies are starting to show themselves. The beast is pulling off the mask. You're starting to see it for what it is. Now we're either going to unite, we're either going to get together with each other, we have the rule of law, we are in the right, or it's all going to be long gone.
2: Did you know that you can be tracked and traced when you're online? With identity theft and cyber crimes on the rise, your passwords, your identity, and even your physical location can be revealed to complete strangers. Would you like to surf the Internet anonymously and not have to worry about these threats? Well, now you can by visiting PatriotInternet.com. For about $2 per month, PatriotInternet.com will conceal your IP address and your physical location, allowing you to browse the web, send emails, and instant message anonymously. PatriotInternet.com will bypass